VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Some call them the Lake Show. You could call them the No Show in this performance. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, united as we crank up the old sports machine. That's how we do it here. In the air everywhere, coast to coast. Border to border and beyond on the vast and breathtakingly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the deli, serving up knuckle sandwiches all night long. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 Recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So our lead to begin things, we'll start with Pro Bouncy Ball. There were three games on the card, and the matchups included the Miami Heat 
who decided they wanted an extra night off against the Milwaukee Bucks. More on that game later. Also a series that has no juice. Where's the juice? There's no juice between Minnesota and Denver. The Nuggets taking care of business against the Timber Puffs in that game. So they're up 2-0. And then you've got the Lakers and the Grizzlies. And for this hour, and for our purposes, we're going to start with that. The Lakers and the Grizzlies going at it. L.A. favored on the road to go up two games to none against an undermanned Memphis team. And all the pundits told me that the Grizzlies were done. John Morant not playing with a bad wrist. So all the Lakers had to do was show up and they would win the game. And perhaps you saw what happened. Well, that didn't happen. If you watched it, you know that didn't happen. Someone named Xavier Tillman. We don't even know who that is. But he had 22 points. And the Grizzlies led by as many as 20. (laughs) They led by as many as 20. And they beat the big, bad, phony Lakers. 103-93 to to even up the opening round of the playoff series. 1-1. The Grizzlies had not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. How about six players in double figures? And Mark. Together. And we're going to make some nice barbecue. The kind of barbecue you get there on on Beale Street. So, A, uh, this was... From Memphis's perspective, it was wonderful. It was marvelous, but we're talking about the Lakers, the better story in the losing locker room. This was a wretched performance by the Lakers. I, I loved it. Boy, it was great to watch. I mean, it was what well, you talk about popping bubbles. Pop goes the bubble. Miserable from start to finish. A humbling experience. The Lakers, they briefly had the lead early. They, their last lead was seven to six. At the 8.02 mark, I wrote it down, at the 8.02 mark of the first quarter, which means Memphis would never trail again over the final 40 minutes of a 48-minute NBA game. And when you look to cut up the blame pie, and you want to play the blame pie game, we got to start with the headliners here. You look first at street clothes. We start with that. Anthony Davis, he picked up a new endorsement deal. AD now, a pitchman for pajama grams as he was... Wearing pajamas, sleepwalking out there. Davis uh, should have, could have feasted on the Grizzlies. Instead, uh, he played passive. He looked like someone had spiked his Gatorade there with some tranquilizers. And man, was that just, woo, man, woo-hee. Was stuck on cruise control all night. Memphis taking advantage of that. How bad was it? AD, he finished with 13 points, 4 of 14 floor, 9 rebounds, but... When the Grizzlies were building up the lead that they would never give back, Anthony Davis was one of nine to begin the game. And at that point, it was a 20-point lead. And then at the end of the game, he made three of his final five shots when the game was already decided. Uh, And then you look at D'Angelo Russell. Playoff D'Angelo. I hope the Lakers sign this guy to a lifetime contract. This guy disappears in big games. He's done it his entire career. Not that he's been in many big games, but the the Lakers, they had to sign this guy to a max extension as he was, the word is flaccid in this game, five points, two of 11. That's the big pickup. That's the guy they had to get, D'Angelo Russell, two of 11. And, and you look at the guy they got rid of, they dumped the great Russell Westbrook, the vampire, who's clearly outplayed D'Angelo Russell so far 
in these playoffs. Uh, I know they're not playing each other, but still, uh, D'Angelo Russell wobbly. Wobbly, 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 wobbly. It's like a wobbly table where you got three legs and then that fourth leg just kind of is a little unsteady. Now, page two here. What happened to the supporting actors for the Lakers? LeBron James had said the Lakers won game one because of the supporting actors, admitting that he did not do his job. By the way, he didn't really do his job in this game either when the game was in the balance. But extreme outcomes are followed by more moderate ones, and so we... We expected this, and we did see it, a regression to the mean. And you look at some of these guys who completely didn't show up. Dennis Schroeder, uh, somebody named Troy Brown Jr. We're not sure who that is. Malik Beasley, that was another big Laker pickup. You had Hillbilly Kobe, who played more like Hillbilly Hobo. Uh, In this game, Austin Reeves, a very subdued 12 points. And there was just a general malaise over the Lakers. You know what they, they look like to me? My, my thorough minutes-long investigation watching this, they played like a team that was entitled. Like, they were, they were just, all they had to do was collect the win, show up, you get the win, that's it. Grizzlies were going to get in the fetal position and start sucking their thumb. And LeBron James, we mentioned LeBron James, uh, he had a bit of a deceptive stat line also. He never was able to control the game. Is that because he's old? I don't know. But uh, his reputation, it was a futile effort in terms of production. The only role player that did get it done from the outside is Hachimura, Rui, uh, who had another um, solid performance. But he, he, he actually, most of his points did come after the game was already a 20-point blowout in favor of the Grizzlies. All right, last word here. So we talked about the losers. What about the winners? Can the Memphis Grizzlies, without John Morant, doesn't look like he's going to play again uh, anytime soon, can the Grizzlies bottle this effort again and recreate what they did in Game 2. So I am nodding my head, yes. I am nodding my head, yes. Memphis did not do anything special. They did not. They they know the recipe to make the martini. They have the martini mix, and it's something that they did most of the year. It's been the history of the, the franchise, not that they're an exciting team and a team many people talk about. They're not a national team, but the grit and grind, that's the whole marketing campaign. And they certainly did that in this game, defensive tenacity, perseverance. And the Lakers were horrific because the Grizzlies had this maniacal work ethic on defense. They were actually challenging the Lakers' shots. And it's amazing. When you actually challenge the Lakers, they don't make shots. It's crazy. Like, they're terrible. When you actually play defense and put a hand in their face, they suck. Uh, They certainly did in this game. And it's been proven over the years. That hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And the Lakers had this entitled, like, we're going to win the game, and the, the, the Grizzlies are, as we said, they're done because their, their top player was hurt. That's the takeaway from game two. And the rising tide lifts all boats. And if you can play that way in Memphis, you can certainly play defense. What's the old cliche? Defense travels well, so you play that Doberman defense and, and win the hustle stats and deflect Passes, contested shots. That's the biggest thing I've seen in all these NBA plays. If you can test shots, these guys don't make shots. And I don't care who they are, whether you're your favorite superstar or your last guy on the bench, they very rarely make shots when you just contest them. But they're so so passive. This mindset, this passive mindset around the NBA where a lot of people don't do that, and you find a team that does it, and they don't make shots. You, you do those things, and you're fine. But I'll tell you what, uh, the, the Lakers are in uh, the danger zone here uh, because when you go back to the first game, they were lucky to win game one, right? They were not clearly the better team. It was a four-point game when John Morant 
uh, he, he messed up his ankle and his uh, or his uh, his wrist rather when his wrist went like Gumby and, and did a 360. Uh, and so from that point, the the Grizzlies crumbled at the end. Uh, if in a parallel dimension, John Morant does not twist his wrist the way he did, then he takes over at the end. Grizzlies win that game. And now they're up 2-0 at home, and then they have to go on the road. And instead, the Lakers are fortunate. They did get the win because of injury. But outside of injury, the Lakers would lose both those first two games. So uh, the Grizzlies in, in really good shape, in really good shape, uh, considering that they now have the, the recipe, uh, that they, they have, the, as we said, the martini mix, and they just have to go out there and recreate that situation again. And then if they can do that, and uh, they can win in, in L.A. Lakers really don't have a home court advantage. Those phony Hollywood fans don't really intimidate anyone. Uh, here is LeBron James. Uh, LeBron, who went into the bag of cliches to try to justify a pathetic performance by his basketball team. No, it wasn't. It don't need to be a discussion. I mean, at the end of the day, we understand what a series is all about. I mean, uh, you know, it's not the first of one win or two. It's the first of four. And um, you got to prepare each and every game. Every game is its own entity. So you got to prepare for that challenge. I love when LeBron does math. I love it. It's always fun when LeBron is the first of four. All right, here's more. Here's Anthony Davis, the unibrow, who started the game one of nine. I'm told this guy's one of the top ten players in the NBA, but he gets hurt a lot. But when he plays, he's unstoppable. One of nine to start the game. And then he made some baskets when the Lakers were down by 20. Uh, here is Anthony Davis pointing out the obvious. We miss shots. Um, oh. You know, they miss shots. And, um, you know, we only scored 19 points in the first quarter, you know, which is not like us. So, uh, you know, we got to make sure we do a better job. But, um, you know, we'll be fine. Is that a man that gives you confidence? Is that a man that sounds like he really cares? That, that doesn't sound like he cares, does it? I don't know. I mean, this is his tone of his voice. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Not so hot. Not so hot. Welcome in the beginning. Of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, shoulder to shoulder, as we feed your sports talk munchies coast to coast and beyond on the vast and wondrously powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the craft as crafty. As a Fox, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And our lead this hour, go back to pro bouncy ball. And we start out in Wisconsin. A team many people picking to win the entire thing. That's right. The Bucs, NBA Plus, Eastern Conference, opening round, game two. Milwaukee losing in game one, and they lost because snap, crackle, pop. Rice Krispies popped up for their star player. But if you didn't see game two here, it was an oil painting for the Bucs against the Heat in game two. If you missed it, Brooke Lopez, 25 points. Drew Holiday, it was a holiday for Milwaukee. He added 24 and the Milwaukee Bucks led by as many as 36 points, and they extinguish the Miami Heat 138 to 122 in a game that was not even close. Miami outscoring the Bucks by 17 in garbage time in the fourth quarter. The Bucks led this game 81 to 55 at halftime. The 81 points in the first half in just you know, 24 minutes. A franchise record in Milwaukee doing all of that without Mr. MVP himself, Giannis Adentacumbo, with a lower back injury. It looked to me like a tailbone injury. I hurt my tailbone years ago, and man, was I messed up. It took forever for that thing to heal. I had to get one of those special uh, cushions to sit, uh, sit down. It was a big pain in the 
literally a pain in the ass uh, is what it was on the tailbone. But Giannis is out, and I'd be surprised if he's back anytime soon. Although NBA players do have access to better medical than I did. Uh, so let us discuss the question. Better story, losing locker room. What the heck went wrong with for the Miami Heat in this game? So I've got Mr. Peanut, Listerine, and Prisoner. And we will combine all of these things together. We're going to put them all together. And uh, we are going to make we are going to make a wonderful, wonderful dish of, of different cheese. Uh, we'll get our, uh, our board out, our wooden board. And uh, our charcuterie board, we're going to put a bunch of cheese out there. So, uh, first of all, looking at this game, uh, Wowzers, classic NBA letdown performance. You win game one on the road. But this was more than that. This was Murphy's Law in play. Anything that could go wrong did go wrong on defense for the Heat. A listless, lethargic performance. It was the kind of performance where you sink through the floor. You're that bad. And this does not happen very often. It also does not happen by accident. And you have, you have to disengage to fall behind by 36 points in a playoff game. And I've, I've seen enough basketball. I've talked to enough people who've been around the, the game professionally that if you give an honest effort, the teams are not separated by that many points. And that that is a lack of effort situation, which you'd say, wait a minute, it's the playoffs, the Miami Heat, gift wrapping this one for Milwaukee. And when you when you look at the score and you see what the, the lopsided nature, it's like a Mr. Peanut type game. Like you got to get out the monocle and you've got to like twist the monocle and check the box score again and you end up bug-eyed. And, and think think you're imagining all of this. Like th- this if this was a regular season game, you would say the Heat locker room was choreographing this, that they were trying to get Eric Spolstra fired. That's the kind of performance where you're frustrated with the coach. You're like, we're going to get the coach fired. But they won game one. And they won game one. Giannis got hurt. We all know that. But the lack of attention to detail, a total uh, systematic breakdown here by the Miami Heat. Now, secondly, who's to blame? I like to play the blame games. Who's to blame for the Miami meltdown in Milwaukee? And they can all share the sugar. They can all share the sugar. The biggest villains in this, the the biggest individual villain who wears the goat horns, not the goat, but the one that wears the goat horns with the flies all around and all that, that would be Jimmy Buckets. All right, that would be Jimmy Buckets. Now, we love Jimmy Butler, but this was not his finest answer. The heat culture, I hear a lot about that, and sometimes I buy into it, but my fat ass in this game as Jimmy Butler, Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, whoever that is, bam, out of bio, all of them can eat a hoagie, the humble hoagie. They can all dine on the humble hoagie. And as far as what can Eric Spolstra do to turn this around for the Heat, well, clearly they'll go home and they'll be better at home. Teams are better at home typically. You start with some Listerine anti-cavity fluoride mouthwash to get rid of that bad breath, that stank that you have from this performance being completely manhandled by the Bucks, which was it was an utter garbage performance. It was raw sewage is what it was. And it, you know, for me, it was good because the game was over at halftime. I didn't need to pay much attention in the second half. Regardless of that, this is not open heart surgery. Making the necessary adjustments is not that hard. Stop cutting corners on defense. This game was gift-wrapped to Milwaukee. 
And it, I, I keep going back to the, the lack of detail. And going home, you expect the Heat to, to make some adjustments, and which mainly involves just not giving up on defense. And it's more about effort than it is the X's and O's. And it's a, it's a QQ situation, quiet quitting, that y- you did not show the scratching and the gumption and all of that. And so we'll see them bounce back. And the expected game to be much different in game three. But, man. Now, final thought. Are the Bucks better without Giannis Adentacumbo? Are the Milwaukee Bucks a better team without Giannis Adentacumbo? And for that, I say sure. As long as they are willing to trade the Greek freak to the Clippers for a couple of urinal cakes from the Intuit Dome. Well, I will agree with that. But the, it, anybody that's saying that, I don't know people are, 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 I think they're kidding around. I'd like to think they're kidding around. Maybe they're not. But anyone who's trying to tell you that the Bucks are better or almost as good without Giannis, uh, tell me you are a prisoner of the moment without telling me you are a prisoner of the moment. The Bucks have some talented players. They do. But you've got to be joking if you think that they are a true heavyweight without Giannis. It's absurd to even think. No bueno, all right? And, and they can get by for a handful of games. And it's, it's, you see that we call it the dead cat bounce when a team without one of their star players is able to have a short burst and they can play well. And I think for a couple of games here and a couple of games there, sure. But it's a headliner business. You know that. I know that. And the person over there in the back knows that. Teamwork and hard work, we love it. And they can certainly push you up the ladder. But in order to get the big pot of gold, which I heard is at the end of the rainbow, but I'm not a leprechaun, uh, you, you have to have that big headliner. And that means that means the Bucks can get by the heat without Giannis and maybe win a couple of games in round two, depending on the matchup there. But to get the whole enchilada without Giannis, uh, turn, you know, forget about it. The party's over. That's not happening. So will he come back? That's the question. What kind of modern medical miracles can they come back with when you have what appears to be a, an injury that will last a month or, or longer and you need to come back in a week? What do they do? What kind of wonderful goodies can they give you to make that happen? Now, all that said, for a night, like you talk about the Bucs, this is a feel-good situation. Milwaukee looked like the Harlem Globetrotters. When I was a kid, my parents took me to see the Harlem Globetrotters. And I, at that time, I was naive. I thought that they were, they were actually playing a competitive game with the Washington Generals. I, as an adult, the age of reason, I realized that was not what was going on. But Milwaukee looked like the Harlem Globetrotters for the first half, for the first three quarters. They shot 60% over the first 75% of the game. They knocked down 51% of three-point shots. And, and the Bucks, it was like a, a Papa shot style, uh, a tidal wave as the Miami Heat, uh, not exactly bringing it, not exactly bringing it on this particular night. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. If you'd like to comment on that, you can join us here at 877-99 on Fox. Also, the Denver Nuggets are up 2-0 as they beat Minnesota. Not a great talker that particular game. And the Memphis Grizzlies as they maul. LeBron and the Lakers. The Lakers blowing a game where John Morant did not play. What an embarrassment situation that is for the Lakers. But they will discuss that. And also Dylan Brooks. I get a lot of reaction here on the social media. Dylan Brooks calling out LeBron. Not afraid to poke the bear. Like a professional wrestler villain. 
from back in the day. I love it. I thought it was great. I, I, I laughed. I said, boy, imagine deciding I'm going to wear this outfit, and here's what I'm going to say. But he did it, and he did it with confidence and machismo. And uh, if it works out, Dylan Brooks will be an NBA legend. They'll be like the guy. Did you remember when Dylan Brooks called out LeBron James and then backed it up on the court? Wow. And if it doesn't work out, it'll be forgotten. And that's it. So it's the perfect thing if you're Dylan Brooks because you're trying to raise your profile. You're already the most hated guy in the NBA. You're the, you're the pest. You're the insect that people don't like. And so we'll see how this all plays out. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. This is Steve Covino. And Rich Davis. And together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rocking dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your life sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Oop-a-loop. Ben, Josh Jacobs refused to sign the franchise tag, joining Saquon Barkley as the second Pro Bowl running back to not sign the tag and to hold out of early offseason activities. Ben, where do you see this going with Jacobs? Nowhere. It's not, it's not even really a holdout because he hasn't signed the contract. And if you look around, you got to read the room. You got to read the room. And I know it's me time. You can spend some more time. Don't have to go to practice and all that stuff or workouts. But eventually he'll take the $10.1 million. He's not going to go full Le'Veon Bell. The running back market is like the economy in Venezuela. It's collapsed. Uh, and even if you're good, like Austin Eckler is good. He's He led the NFL in touchdowns since 2021 for the Chargers. They don't want to pay him. Miles Sanders had a great year in Philadelphia. He got a contract that is worse than a contract Emmett Smith signed in 1996 with the Cowboys. So, Jacobs, take the money, and that's it. Next! Deshaun Watson told reporters that he feels... A night and day difference in terms of where he's at compared to uh, this point last offseason. Kevin Stefanski believes he'll be a better player after what he went through last year. Ben, are you expecting a big bounce back from Watson? Well, it depends what kind of massages he gets in Cleveland. But you buried the, my favorite part of that quote. Kevin Stefanski's exact quote was that Watson will be better for having last season under his belt. Under his belt is the way that he phrases it. The, the very reason that Watson is in Cleveland is because of what's going on under his belt. Okay, no, I, he'll be he'll be a little bit better, but I don't. The, the Browns are just a middling team, so I don't think I don't think he'll be in the happy baby pose anytime soon. Next, the NBA announced that De'Aaron Fox is the recipient of the first ever Clutch Player of the Year award. Ben, if you were to introduce a new individual accolade award to the NBA, what would it be? My favorite would be the Hob Award, hands-on balls, in honor of, of Phil Jackson and the late Kobe Bryant, who used to always say that quote, and I'd always laugh, and they talk about defense, they say hands-on balls. So the Hob Award, and then Bill Fitch, another influence of mine, the Hustle, do the Hustle, the Hustle Board. So those would be two of my awards, my two awards. Uh, how do we do, Kubaloo? You pass this edition. That is a winner. You can put it on the board. Yes. Woo. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It's now time for... Time for... Hurry, hurry, I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter! Send us your questions on Twitter now. It is Ask Ben. Your questions are answers for the rest of... Of the hour, we'll go all around the room. It's Ask Ben and Friends. And much like we wanted from Sir Scratch Off earlier in the show, we will try to have as much brevity so we can go through all of the questions, as many of them as we can, as we spread the gospel here late at night, early in the morning. And we pass the microphone over to the Koopa Loop for the reading of the questions. All right, Ben, we're going to start off with a question from Nick in Wisco. Uh, he wants to know, what is your routine? Socks, then shoes, 
or sock, shoe, then sock, other shoe? This is the perfect question for Ask Ben. This is the kind of information that people need to know about. And the answer is, I do, it can blow you away. I put both socks on first. I'm a two-sock man is what I am. Two socks, and then I typically will put the right shoe on first and then the left. But sometimes I'll change it up and go left, then right. What about you, Eddie? Uh, Same. Socks first, then shoes. All right. Copying my work. Roberto. I'm older than you. Two socks first. Two socks? Yep. I guess this was not a great question. Cooper, does anyone do one well, that's sock? That's what I was two? wondering. What kind of psychopath does one sock and one <laughs> shoe? And then and he might live in the Bay Area, maybe, uh, possibly, or maybe in Minnesota. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, both, both <laughs> socks first. Okay. Then we all, do this, uh, we all do it the same way. That's how my mom taught me. What is next here? It's Ask Ben. Your questions are answers as we evangelize here on the radio. Uh, Shane in Des Moines would like to know, how long has Ask Ben been a segment on the show? So, Shane, it's a great question. We have done this, I would say, uh, based on this show's been on in this time for like a decade, and then I had some other shows. It's probably been around, I would say, at least 16 or 17 years, I would say. Uh, didn't do it the first few years I was at Fox Sports Radio, but I'd say a minimum 15 years. Minimum, to be fair, 15 years it's been around. And such memorable content over the years. A lot of emotion. A lot of emotion. Never boredom. Never boredom. All right, what is next? What is next? Here we go. It's Ask Ben. Your questions, our answers. Keep the questions coming in. Hashtag Ask Ben. Ask, hashtag Ask Ben. We have a question just for Roberto. Uh, this is from Supermarket Steve. He said, who do you have to drop more or, or dump more, LeVar Arrington or the Maller Militia? Oh, the Maller Militia. Really? Does, yeah. is, does LeVar occasionally let one rip? Yeah, he, sometimes. Is that because no, he's Maller he Militia? Does, not even close. He, LeVar does podcasting too, right? So yeah, podcasting yeah. He curse, and so he lets sometimes it, he forgets sometimes, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I forget also. I have a podcast on the weekend called The Fifth Hour. And, and so I would never curse intentionally, as you know. That's such an annoyance, uh, such an irritation. I would never intentionally curse. But sometimes it just happens. It just happens, yeah. All right. Well, what is next? Uh, this question is for everyone. This is from Milkman Mike. Hi, Mike. He, he wants to know, did you play with Legos as a kid? And if so, what was your favorite set slash style? Yeah, I loved Legos. We had a ton of Legos, big Lego family. The uh, Legos were very expensive, but my, my parents thought they were great. It was a wonderful thing when they came out. And... I loved, I had the, the space shuttle Lego set was like a big one. They had a, the, uh, for the old space shuttle, that, that was like a big deal when we got that. And I remember having a castle, a Lego castle. And I was always the guy that wanted to follow the instructions. And my brother, my older brother, Joe, would always be the guy that just wanted to build weird crap. And we'd fight. <laughs> and he didn't like that I wanted to follow the instructions. He said, no, you should just do whatever you want. All right, uh, Eddie? Uh, yeah, also uh, huge into the Legos when I was a kid. I don't remember any specific sets that I had. You didn't have the castle with the drawbridge or the uh, space shuttle? Not one? that no. I remember. It doesn't okay. mean I didn't. But uh, I yeah. remember they just ended up in a giant, like like a, like a trash can full of just Legos. You just dump them all out in the floor. <laughs> yeah. And I would say one of the more fun things to step on late at night when no, you go to the bathroom is a Lego. Roberto? No, never played with Legos. Never. Not a Lego guy. Are you uh, gonna get your daughter? Well, my daughter, yeah, not. my daughter, yeah, she got. Oh, she's uh, into it. Okay. Yeah, she got uh, the Disney uh, Magic Castle. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, for a uh, Lego. 
Now she just did she just build it and that's it. She's done with the Legos, or is she gonna like redo it and build it? And add no, it? she we, 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 um, her and my wife did it together, and it's okay right there on her, on her drawer at, at, in, her, in her room. I got you. All right, very good. What is next here? Uh, actually, Koopa Loop, Koopa Loop Legos. I was not a Lego kid. Not a Lego kid. Nope. You're not. Are you lying, Coop? Because you were known as a liar. No, no, uh, I did not. Yeah. And I was not. The he liar. didn't lie. This is dad. Oh, How dad do you know, dad. Eddie? I, I I don't know. I just I know. The movie Eddie. <laughs> right, I know next? about a lot of things I haven't seen. All right. I don't uh, want the claw, Eddie. He'll give me the claw if I, uh, I tell a lie. All right. What do we have? Double uh, O Mexican. This is. He says it's a two-part question. I don't know if we allow that, but I mean, we'll we'll let it slide. Uh, he says, well, "Where do you sit when you go to the movies? And are you one of those people who talk during the movie?" No, I'm not a talker during the movie. I like to sit as far back as possible to get the full experience. It sucks to sit right near the screen, so I always want to sit as far back near the top, usually in the middle, prime, like prime, right in the wheelhouse, right there, like you're in center field. That's what I like. What about you, Eddie? I would say uh, middle, probably two rows closer to the screen, like from yeah. the middle part. So not, you know, not obviously too close, yeah. but I don't want to sit in the back either. So middle, but maybe a couple rows closer to the screen. Roberto. Uh, yeah, maybe like 10, 10 rolls back of the screen. And it's, I don't, and I don't like sitting in the middle because I need to get up really quick. I don't want to be one of those people that get up during the movie and bother everybody that's watching the movie. So I, I said towards the end of the role. I don't know about you guys. I have, I don't go to the movies a lot, but I can't remember the last time I was at the movies where it was packed. Like I've never, like it's been years since I've gone to a movie. Well, usually, Super Mario Brother movie. I usually go yeah, it was pretty in fun. the early afternoon. So that, that cuts down on it. If yeah. I went at like, you know, seven o'clock, eight o'clock at night on a Saturday. That's true. That night's probably really yeah. full. Still. And no, yeah. I do not talk, but my wife always wants to talk to me during the movies. And I, I yeah. I'm like, no, we'll talk after. Oh yeah. All, all yeah, I need I never is like either. Yeah, like all I need is like popcorn. I can fall asleep in any movie theater. I I, I don't know. Uh, Coop, uh, you're a big movie guy. You go all the time. You get that pass. I do. Uh and I, I was I was in, like uh, interested by your guys' answers. I, I always go back row, like furthest furthest back that I can. That's the full experience, right? When you're in the back. Otherwise, you might as well be at home. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What? I guess, I, well, I guess, like in the in the middle makes sense. I mean, that might be the best spot for like sound, uh, but I don't know. I just, uh, I just like being in the back row. I guess. Well, the last row in the in the back was better. When it was cool when you were a teenager and you were going out with like some chick. Oh yeah, to make yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't get to do that a lot, but I've heard it was my friends told me. That they were like, yeah, right, Roberto, well, Roberto, we had the drive-in movie theater in my town. Oh nice. Yeah. yeah. Keep the top up, Eddie. Keep the top up, Eddie. <laughs> Windows getting all fogged up. What's going on there? You got to put the put the defogger thing on there, Eddie. My God. All right. There it is. Ask your questions, our answers. If you like it, we'll do it next week, same time. If not, it's only once a week. Chill out, man. What's wrong with you? Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance... 
stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break. And consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.